0: Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to a blissfully balanced life podcast. For those of you who are new here, I'm your host, Crystal Ray, and I am a certified health and fitness coach and Reiki healer. And I created this podcast to show you how to live a holistically healthy life while balancing everything else going on. What you can expect on this podcast are tips for your health, food, fitness, spirituality, mindset, motivation, inspiration, as well as experts sharing their knowledge with you. I am so excited to bring this content to you. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I have a dear friend here with me. Her name is Florencia, and she is really into this whole wellness world and ceremonial cacao, and I just cannot wait to dive into this with her. And so I'm just going to let Florencia introduce herself to all of you.
1: Thank you so much, Crystal, for having me here. It's always such an honor to continue our conversations and dreaming. It's been quite a journey together. Um, so it's nice to connect back. Um, I'm Florence Friedman. I'm the co-founder of Cacao Laboratory. I'm also a cacao educator and I work a lot with indigenous communities to integrate their wisdom into the modern world through practices and education. And I'm also a yoga instructor and in all wellness goodness. <laughs> So how did you
0: find yourself on this path? Like, where did it all start?
1: It's, it's funny because I get this question asked a lot, and I feel like it's a life path. So there's been a lot of breadcrumbs that come along the way. For me, it all started when I went to Guatemala uh, about four years ago. I went to do a metaphysics training, so diving deeper into understanding our dreams and also diving deeper into meditation. Uh, astro projection, if, if we're familiar with that. And I had a previous background in wellness, um, doing yoga as well as uh, nutrition, but there was something really magical about this land in Guatemala. I was brought there by a friend, so I had no idea what I was arriving to. And I think those are the best type of experiences. So ever since that training, um, I connected with cacao through a ceremony and I haven't looked back. <laughs>
0: That is incredible. What was the ceremony like, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Yeah, it was beautiful. It was very simple. We were around a fire for the Mayan community who are known as the guardians, as the protectors of cacao. Um, They believe that the fire is a representation, a channel of communication between the physical plane and what's beyond. And that ceremony, we were very silent he shared a little bit about his traditions and a little bit about cacao and then he guided us into a meditation and i just remember opening my eyes after the meditation and we were laying down so i was looking at the stars and it sounds so cliche but i just felt like everything made sense and in that moment of silence and stillness all of my questions were being answered so i had nothing running through my mind And all I could feel was like what was moving through my body, the sensations and what kind of connections they were bringing me to understand love in a different way. That's so beautiful. Oh my goodness.
0: So what is cacao and how is like ceremonial cacao different than other types of cacao?
1: Yeah, so we're all familiar with chocolate, I hope. And chocolate is, um, cacao is really chocolate in its purest form. That's where most of our chocolate comes from. But when we have a chocolate bar, it's usually about 10%, maybe if we're lucky, 30 to 50%. Cacao is, when you have ceremonial cacao, it's 100% cacao and the beans are heirloom strains, so ancestral trees, and they have been grown by the communities from generation to generation. And along with this passage of the trees, it's the traditions that are passed down as well. So for the Mayan community, I work a lot with the Sutuquil, which is one of the 22 ethnic groups in Guatemala. And for them, cacao is an opportunity to explore different conversations, whether it's about astrology or philosophy or understanding how do we connect deeper to source. Some of us know that as universe. Some of us know it as Um, God creator but it's really that energy that brings us back to the communication with our inner guidance and cacao you find you know many aspects of cacao but ceremonial cacao is really grown with intention is processed with intention and every aspect along the way has this uh, sense of awareness and purpose behind it
0: thank you for explaining that but you say intention and I'm familiar with intention especially as a Reiki healer and can you explain the significance or what intention actually does and I guess like how it can be transformative?
1: I love this question because we hear set an intention at the beginning of your yoga practice, at the beginning of your day, but I've been really diving into understanding what, what does it mean when I set an intention and it's really bringing awareness to where we are going and where would I like to, what would I like to experience? And what would it take for me to fully dive into that experience? So oftentimes we can say, I want to feel happy. I want to feel bliss. But we expect an external aspect, whether it's the cacao that we drink or a guide that, you know, a facilitator that is guiding us into that experience. But we're not taking the personal responsibility into how do we receive that? So I feel like intention is setting uh, guidance for where we would like to go but then also listening to what are the actions that I need to take to bring myself there
0: that's such a beautiful response thank you and I guess on that part how do you start to listen right how do you start to hear the guidance
1: yeah that that's something that as a New Yorker it's been a, a really beautiful challenge um, as I mentioned I work a lot with indigenous communities and they they do a lot of moments of silence before they speak. How do we listen to this? And that's exactly it. We get these these moments of like, universe is calling. Can you take a moment to pause? So the listening part for me has been a very interesting thing. When I sit down to meditate, I can't get my mind to quiet down. There's so many thoughts that are moving through. And so... I feel like that's what brought me to be a facilitator and a leader in what I do. So when I wanted to get to know yoga, I needed to become a facilitator because in that moment, then I'm taking that action. And so I'm in full awareness of the present moment. When I, do, when I wanted to dive deeper into sound meditation, I started working with singing bowls and different native instruments because that was the moment that I could quiet my thoughts and allow my mind to connect to my heart space. So it's not so much about shutting down the thoughts, but it's really finding a way to unify what our thoughts are saying in connection to our bodies and our heart space. So for me, cacao has been a really powerful tool because on a physical level, it's really preparing that space of silence within us so we can begin to listen to what's moving through inside of us, but also the signs that are moving outside of ourselves. So on a physical level, if you don't mind, I'll dive a little bit into the physical benefits. Um, Cacao is really preparing us for this connection to spirit. It's a really beautiful spiritual experience, but it's really on a physical level, opening up our blood vessels. Theobromine is the active component that is stimulating the blood flow. So you feel this beautiful rush of energy moving through the body. But at the same time, there's a ton of magnesium in here, which allows the nervous system to relax the muscles, the joints. So you find this space of fully surrender. But your awareness is still very active. So you begin to become very sensitive to the emotions that are moving through the sensations. And you begin to observe outside of yourself, there are certain things that are Um, really happening simultaneously that are connecting to your internal experience. And sometimes we call that synchronicities, but I really feel like it's the source energy um, really speaking and communicating with us. And now we're actually receiving the message. That's incredible. (laughs) Cacao is so wonderful. Yeah, I'd love to hear, if you don't mind, what what your experience has been um, working Because I know you just recently started working with it. Have you had any moments where you're like, ah.
0: (laughs) So with the first time I had it, I definitely felt as if I wasn't alone when I was making it. Like I I don't always feel spirit around me. Sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm not very tuned in. But that moment when I had decided that I was going to make this cup of cacao and had the intention, it was like I was not alone in my kitchen and there were other people with me. And it was so beautiful. And for me, it's just been a lot of allowing it to help me write because I, I always want to write every day and I don't always make it a priority, but having it, I'm like, okay, I, I drink my cacao and then I allow myself to write and it helps me get clearer and clearer. And it definitely is very relaxing. I also have, like I, I've been doing, instead of doing a third, I've been doing half of a third just because my body's so sensitive and I know that it's sensitive and it's still like super delicious and so wonderful and it doesn't bother my system which is great cuz sometimes i've experienced if i have chocolate or certain types of chocolate i'll have a stomach ache right cuz it's not a pure form and so look at how that you guys create it's literally so delicious and so beautiful and i find myself all the time craving it like legit like i wake up and i'm like okay i want i want a cup today and it's not necessarily even me like thinking it it's like my body is just yearning for it and so I'm hooked so on that note like I'm so curious like are you allowed to have it every day like what's the typical I don't know routine uh, or what can you do
1: so many good questions um you can definitely have it every day I have it every day I have certain friends I will have it you know three times a week sometimes once a month so um, I was speaking to one of my mentors this morning. We, he works with the dream world. He's one of the, the Zapata elders from the Amazon. And, you know, we have so many questions when it comes to the elders because they have all this understanding. So we want to know A, B, C on how they access these certain aspects of reality and intuition. So what he shares with us is like, there's not a dictionary for the dream world because it's your own interpretation. And I feel like we can take that knowledge and that understanding to everything that we do. It's important to have a certain structure when we're beginning to work with something, but eventually we begin to, again, listen, right? What works for me? And for me, cacao is something that I utilize as a tool and I've built a relationship with. So it allows me um, to access certain aspects of myself that maybe normally I wouldn't if I don't drink it. And it's not, that you become addicted to it but as you have certain beings in in your life that you want to spend you know every day with or every moment with it it comes with that in the same way cacao carries a spirit just like we do so you begin to build a relationship with this plant and that's an example of really all plants they all carry different spirits and different different physical benefits that connect to what they're Uh, personality represents as a spirit.
0: Thank you. I definitely think that, so like the air right now has been my favorite, but I haven't tried fire or water yet. But I definitely do think that the addition of drinking the air cacao in particular and having the intention with compassion has really helped to open my heart in the last two weeks in a way that, you know, that has been taking a little bit longer. And it is a lot of fun to be able to start to let those emotions come up. Like there's certain things that I didn't think bothered me that when I sit down and I have the cacao and I start writing, I'm like, oh my goodness, where did this come from? Okay, well, let's feel it through and let's journal it out and like, let's keep on moving until it comes up again. So it really has been helpful and knowing the physical benefits of it even more so makes it more of like, this makes sense now. Like this really does make sense as to why this is so sacred and how this allows something like this to happen
1: yeah and one thing that comes to mind as well is also observing um there's a real quote by rumi that says your task is not to seek for love but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have set against it and cacao dives really into that understanding it's not so much about needing to reach love or needing to reach that particular goal but what is getting in the way between you and that goal. And when we move through the world in such a speed, we oftentimes forget that there's something that is making us hit the wall. And the moment that we take this pause and as a collective, we're experiencing that through this pandemic, we're taking a collective pause. It doesn't mean that the world ended or the world stopped. It's in a gestation process. And we're transitioning into this new story, this new reality. And if we all take that personal responsibility and observing what is my role within this collective story, then we can really begin to shift our, you know, our role and our understanding of why am I here in this world? Like, what is my uh, responsibility in my surroundings and my environment, and how am I creating a blockage of distraction? that is not allowing me to reach that mission and that potential. Yes, that distraction really hit home
0: right there for a second. (laughs) Like, you know, a lot of us do that. We have a purpose and then we distract ourselves because of whatever the barrier is. So I love the fact that cacao can help us open up so much more. But let's talk about this for a second as this pandemic has allowed us now to live a different lifestyle. Can you shed some light as to, you know, What is typical in the Indigenous communities working with cacao and also, I don't know, just your perspective as to how else can we grow or what other things can we do right now as we're going through this and processing and growing and evolving?
1: Yeah, that is such, uh, again, a beautiful question. Um, For me, this pandemic really helped me deepen my connection to the teachings that have been Um, working with the elders. So when I first started working with cacao, I felt this sense of um, responsibility to bring it to the world. And it's not that I'm the one, but I'm part of of this movement. And I knew that there was a lot that I needed to heal within myself before I could be a representation of what cacao is igniting in all of us. So there was a moment of understanding my purpose and then you know really healing all the wounds so then I can reach the other side and the communities the indigenous communities one of the biggest lessons that I've received from them is the understanding of a family and union and community and we see so much individuality in our modern society which I think is important it has a role but looking to understand that so strongly, we forgot the other side of being in this sense of community and understanding, how do I show up to this family? And so everything that the indigenous communities do is as a collective. And um, the cacao is used, at least in the Mayan tradition, as a way to connect to source. So it's used as an offering. It's also used through the ceremonies that they do. um, Ceremonies for them is a moment of give gratitude to the life that we have received, all of the blessings that we have in our personal experience, whether they are something that brings us that sense of joy and bliss, but also all of the other lessons that we have received. Those are also blessings because they were a training ground to allow us to access this place that we are in now. So I feel like they understand that cacao carries um, a reverence and it has been used for thousands of years by many of their communities um, as a way to to come back to this language of love and i feel like our society has this understanding of love in the aspect of desire and want and attachment so that's one of the many layers of love but love itself is a frequency it's a state of of being And the ceremonies are really a practice for us to understand how do we continue elevating and and living in that frequency of love in every aspect of our lives. So everything that they do has a purpose behind it. And that's why they take that moment of pause because they understand that words, if we think of abracadabra, so be it, it's a spell, right? Our words are creating our reality so what we share through our words is um a conversation with source to what we unconsciously or consciously are manifesting so i feel like for me that the aspect of living in ceremony has allowed me to really shift my life completely and i look at the certain actions that i have taken you know before i started living in this path and not judging myself because i didn't know any better then but i observed how different i perceived life and because i didn't understand the honor and respect for myself for life for the earth that we walk all of my actions were done in a sense of just i guess not not being cautious and when i see the elders really receiving every experience as a moment of reflection, it gives us that sense of pause that is contagious. And you begin to live in that frequency, not because someone is telling you to, but they're guiding you into igniting it within yourself.
0: I like don't even know how to follow that up. Oh my goodness. I'm just going to ask a question because that was a lot and it was so beautiful. And I just love your perspective on love. So when it comes to ceremonies, I know that you offer ceremonies via Zoom. Can you talk more about that with us?
1: Yeah, so my, my dream with Cacao, the vision that I have been receiving is creating this movement of love. And it sounds so cliche, I know, but when we understand that love is a state of being, I really feel like we are ready to move into that space of creation. Cacao is um, a really powerful plant that ignites our creativity. And as you were sharing, you know, you've been writing a lot more. For me, it was like singing. All of a sudden, I was like starting to sing and never in my life have I been open to sharing. But I feel like art and creativity is the way that we can express the certain aspects of reflection that maybe we can't express with words. Because there is this vast space in the spiritual world that then we try to shrink it into matter and try to put words to it. And all of a sudden that there's this, I don't know, it's like diluted almost. And I see this a lot when I'm translating from Spanish to English, how much the the message is not the same when I share it in another language. So... What we've been doing through Cacao Lab is doing, um, we do, We call them circles in, in the virtual world because I feel like ceremony takes a lot of moments of space and that's manifested through silence and there's a lot of uh, different moments of meditation as well. But when we think about purpose, again, I feel like when I'm sitting in silence in, in Zoom, my mind again begins to do that thing that it's so good at. So how do what is our purpose with ceremony, right? Going back to gratitude, going back to this frequency of love. So the circles that we do through Zoom are now more of conversations with beings from all over the world that have had this moment of okay, I think or I feel that I understand what love is and I want more of that in my life. So how do I begin to dissect my life in the different aspects, whether it's my, my the way that I nourish myself through food, whether it's the, the mentors that I'm listening to, uh, the conversations that I'm having. And we have different conversations around these different topics to really cultivate a more harmonious life within ourselves, but also the collective. And we talk a lot about dreaming because i feel like this is an aspect of our society that doesn't have space um i feel like COVID really allowed us a little bit more to integrate that but we had to do so much and live in this state of fear and fear for me is a frequency that is allowing us to dive into the fight or flight the survival mode And that was essential for a part of our life and our previous ancestors had to really understand how to create that but we are now safe in our homes most of us have a roof over our heads we most of us have um food that we get to have you know every day and so we don't necessarily need to continue cultivating that aspect of fight or flight but now we need to learn how to go back to creation and how to cultivate art and creativity. So I feel like these circles are a space for us to train and practice what is it like to dream. When I had when I was younger and I didn't have to understand fear yet because my mom was doing that for me or my dad was doing that for me, I was able to dream and I had so many ideas of how I wanted to create my world. And every day I was creating a different world. And all of a sudden, somehow along the way, those dreams started to become dormant because I had other things that were occupying my mind. And so I feel like these are spaces for us to continue dreaming and then inviting those dreams to become part of our reality outside of just Circle. So if
0: I was interested in joining Circle, how would I go about doing that?
1: So you can go on Laboratory.com. Um Our website has the space where you find the link of um, the subscription. And for us, it's important to have that space. But what happens in between, right? It's like a yoga practice. Like I go to yoga, I'm all about the Om and Namaste, and then I get off my mat and I go off doing the same thing. So we created a space where you have different um, YouTube videos, different Uh, practitioners, different workshops that are shared by the community that are continuing to cultivate that process in between. So it's right on our website, but then we have a forum where you can access all this information. That's so good and so helpful
0: because it's so easy for us to forget what it is that we were once doing, right? Especially if it's not consistent or not in our forefront. So I love that. And what time and days do you guys do the circles?
1: We do them at 11 a.m. So in Chinese medicine, the the time of the heart is at 11 a.m. And cacao is very much connected to the heart space. So we meet on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 11 a.m. That's so awesome.
0: Was there anything else that you wanted to talk with us about today?
1: Yeah, I would love to just give, the listeners a moment of reflection for themselves. Um, I used to ask instead of when I was meeting someone new, instead of asking, what do you do? Or what's your work? I would always ask, what's your passion? And I realized how intimidating that can be for people because it's like, I have so many passions and many of us feel like we need to put those passions on the side. So I would love for the listeners to just take a moment and reflect on What is it that ignites their hearts? What is it that gets them up in the morning? And if they're living that, amazing. How are they celebrating that? But if they have put those passions as a way of distracting themselves from their everyday life, how can they actually bring them onto the main stage and begin to cultivate their life towards that passion? Because I feel like, Our ego mind wants to tell us that we have a certain box that we have to fit in. But if we listen to the heart, and again, many Indigenous communities talk about this, we come here with a mission. And when we begin to listen to that mission, we understand that it's not about us. We are the channel for this. So when we are not listening to that passion, we're actually really taking away from society. We're taking away from our surroundings and we're really not giving our life justice. So there's a lot of movements happening right now with different forms of activism. But I feel like if we can begin to shift from activism to active creating, we can really begin to see the world in a different way. And we no longer give up our power by having someone else guide the way, but we begin to, Really step into that space of I have a choice and I have a voice, and my teacher um, from the Sapara Nation, Manari, shares a lot about this understanding that a true leader is the one that's igniting the leaders all around them, and that's what we're being asked right now. And I know that there's a lot of a lot of lower frequency emotions that are moving through, whether it's fear, frustration, anger, and I call them lower frequencies, not as a way to put them down, but to understand that they're, they're there to create a foundation. But then now when we step into that other space of listening to what that means and how do we shift them, we begin to get our voice back. And our earth is really needing for us to begin to listen to our voice and to continue singing to her. So thank you so much for creating this space for so many of us who are living our dreams and really manifesting them into reality, to have a voice and to have a space to share this with all those beings that are ready to listen.
0: Yes, and also thank you for sharing that. So beautiful, but like you're saying, like the universe is abundant, right? If somebody else is doing what your passion is, it doesn't matter because they're not you. And there's going to be people that are attracted to you because you have a different flair that speaks to them than the other person. So just to kind of like chime in on that too, like don't not do something because somebody else does it. It just means that there's a need for it and there's a market for it. So then you should be doing it even more, you know?
1: Exactly. I totally agree. And the cacao world is so small, but we all know each other and you know, there's different brands, but for us, it's like, it's so exciting that there's other brands out there that are actually like, Hey, this needs to get out there. So you go this way. I go that way. And we all get the community together. (laughs)
0: Yes. There's one question too, that I wanted to ask. that I totally forgot about as you bring up the brands, you guys make cacao also for the elements, earth, fire, water, air. What's the meaning behind the elements? I know there's different spices in them but how would I know like what element I should get? Is it just what I'm drawn to you?
1: All that stuff. Yeah. This is beautiful. Um, the ceremonies, I mean, I could have gone on a lot more about ceremonies, but one of the main um, languages within the indigenous ways is the understanding of earth, water, fire, air. These energies are all outside around us, outside of us, but they also move through us. Um, we see earth through our bones, we see water through our blood, we see air through our breath, we see fire through that passion that we were talking about. So when we are out of alignment, this is where the forgetting comes about. And so we created these different elements as vehicles for you to access that alignment for yourself. So some philosophies work with through the chakra system, and that's a really powerful way but for me, the, the elements have been such a powerful teacher into understanding this language of, of love and connection and unification. So the elements, um, each one of them has a different journey. So a different ritual that you can do from your own home and a different meditation that's been recorded specifically for that element. So the way to choose it is, one, if you're drawn to it, if you feel that attraction to that particular element, because maybe that's... Uh, a teacher and a guide through that particular process that you're needing in this moment. But it could also be an element that you feel is not as strong in your presence. So I work a lot with fire. I'm a Leo moon and sun, so (laughs) very fiery. So I work instead a lot with the water element uh, that has maca and coriander, which is also igniting your creativity. So each one of them also has a little um, like three words of, okay, if you're needing to ignite this, this is how the element that you should connect with.
0: Amazing. I love it. I love what you guys have created. I think the branding and the box and everything, the quality of your product, it's so like awesome. And it's so cool just to see it and to receive it. And I hope many other people get to experience it because it, it's really special, you know? Like, I, I was kind of sitting there, like, what's this hype with ceremonial cacao? Like, and I've been w- thinking about it for a few years, and, like, what's the hype with it? I don't understand. And finally, I was like, all right, let me give it a try, and now I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I truly understand what it is, and it, it really is just so sacred and special and nourishing and, like, just beautiful. So thank you for bringing it and exploring the indigenous communities and connecting back into the roots and being the person who is, you know, holding tradition and keeping it sacred and honoring where it comes from, right? It's not like we're just taking this and changing it. Like, you really do sink into the roots of this. And I just think it's so wonderful.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Crystal. Yeah, and I think it's important for us to learn how to play. Everything that we're doing, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's been really easy and things are flowing. Of course, I'm guided and I feel that I'm listening more to my intuition, but there's been a lot of moments where you know, it was not perfect and it still isn't what I would, my mind would consider perfect. But it, we've been playing with my brother since day one and it's been allowing others to really step into that space of playing. So I think it's an opportunity for all of us to learn how to play more and create something out of it. So thank you again for creating the space to play.
0: Yes, yes. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk with us about today at all?
1: i think this is it well one more thing sorry one more thing so i know that we tapped into spirituality we dove deep into the indigenous ways and ceremony but cacao is a plant that has many layers so even if you are not into that spiritual world if, if that word alone scares you know that there are a lot of physical benefits that you can receive from the plant. And we know that it's something big for all society because everybody knows chocolate. So it's not something that's like new. It's been here since the beginning of time. So allow yourself to not take it so seriously. There is this sense of reverence and respect as Crystal shared, but there's also a lot of space for you to play. And it does not need to be a certain way as long as you're being authentic and sincere with yourself. And we did create um, a course for those who are like, okay, what is this cacao thing? Everyone's talking about it, but it sounds weird. I created a five-week course that allows people to experience cacao in their own space without needing to dive into community yet and cultivate a lot of the aspects that we shared here. Creativity. um, We talk about appropriation versus culture. Uh, cultural exchange. We talk about the process of cacao, seeing it as a fruit, um, also understanding the history. So if you are one of those beings that likes to explore something within your own journey, um, we have that five-week program that you can also find on our site. Amazing.
0: I will put that link in the description so anybody can do that. I love doing courses and I just think anytime we get to take a journey, especially a journey like this, that course is amazing. So thank you for creating it. And yeah, thank you so much for being here tonight.
1: Thank you. It's been an honor.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. And if there's anybody that you think would love this episode, please share it with them. And of course, go ahead and leave a review for this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. And we'll talk soon. Bye.